Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, before I get into the episode, if you have not heard, our website is finally complete. We have been working with Boris at Metcon Creative for the past six plus months to get this thing polished up and finished for you guys. And it is finally live. So go on there, check it out. Check out our programs, check out our stories. Let us know what you think. Let us know how we can better serve you and help you move towards your health and fitness goals. If you have any questions whatsoever, do not hesitate to reach out. Now, all that being said, today's episode is all about whether it fits your macros and how that relates to energy balance and quality of foods and ultimately achieving your health and fitness related goals, if not just improving overall health. It's a short discussion, but there's a lot of value in it, so I hope you guys can find something to take with you and implement on your personal journeys. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 39. Ash, how many weeks are in a year? 52. So we're closing in, as she said, we... just before we went live. <laughs> we are. It's exciting. Uh, but welcome back, guys. Like I said, this is episode number 39. And today, it's going to be a shorter episode because we're going to cover one specific topic. And then we're actually going to release a second episode. And I'm thinking we'll just release it on the same day. So we'll do episode 39 and 40 on the same day of the same week. Really? Yeah, a little two for one. Cool. I love it. Anyway, so today the topic is what, Ash? It is if it fits your macros, should you eat it? Right, the classic cla- the classic case, can't talk, of if it fits your macros, right? That yeah. whole argument that's been around forever. Well, why don't you talk for just a second about why you wanted to do this post? Mm-hmm a little more detail of what it means in case someone listening out there doesn't know what you mean by if it fits your macros yeah. and then we'll break it down. Perfect. So first I wanted to give a little shout out to Jordan Herzog. He's the person that gave me the idea for this podcast episode. Uh, and honestly, uh, I'm not exactly sure why he brought it up. He, I think it was, he saw something on social media on like, if it fits your macros, should you necessarily eat it? And something with counting macros, I think when, at least when you're beginning, it's like, well, if it fits your target goal, why can't you eat it? Target goal meaning target calories? Uh, target calories, but target like macronutrients. Got it. Uh, if you are like within your goal range of your protein, carbs, and fat, you can eat it. Um, and... Unfortunately, that is not the case. If you were to hit your macro range goal by eating Snickers, your body composition and your health are going to be very, very different from if you were to hit your macros range or goal, whatever that might be, with eating nutrient whole foods. Right. And I think to go even further into that, because there is, a, I think there's a fine line of, yeah, your your overall health is definitely not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. However, let's say you were somehow able to only eat that macronutrient composition and that number of calories with just Snickers bars. Like, yeah. let's just do a hypothetical here. <laughs> 
That would only be probably, let's just make up a number. Let's say that's only six Snickers bars a day. I was going to say three. I think there's like 200 and some calories in a Snickers bar. Maybe. I honestly don't know. Who knows? That's not the point. Let's say six. (laughs) Let's just say a random number, six. There's no way in hell you're going to only eat six Snickers bars throughout the entire day. You're going to be so hungry because there's no fiber. There's no like starchy carbohydrates. There's nothing to provide. There's no significant like healthy sources of fat to provide satiety between meals. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you can't eat that number of calories or eat those macronutrients per se, but you're never going to be able to sustain that because you're going to be starving. Yeah. You're literally going to hate everyone and anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I, I just wanted to make that clear of we're not saying it doesn't energy balance doesn't matter and calories in mm-hmm. calories out doesn't matter. That's what it's all dictated on. But quality is really important too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think something that gets brought up a lot with like macro tracking or flexible dieting, however, whatever you want to call it, is it is that's one of the benefits or the positives of doing it. Like you can incorporate balance and still hit your goals but why don't you kind of go into like what does balance actually mean like is it the 80 20 rule like everyone talks about is it eating something once a day what what do you think yeah i so i think we put a post about this not too long long ago how long was that uh within the last few weeks okay so in the last few weeks we put a post out on this but there's a difference between balance and just eating shit every day and calling it balance, mm-hmm. right? If you're someone who loves bagels, for example, like we do, mm-hmm. balance to us in regards to eating a bagel is having a bagel, you know, maybe it's once every other week or even if it, even if we decided to have it every Sunday morning, mm-hmm. per se. Balance is not having a bagel every single day because I love bagels so much that I can't help it. Yeah. Now, we're not saying that you couldn't somehow incorporate that into your macros or into your number of calories that you're eating, but there's a fine line that goes along with that of, okay, am I actually going to move towards my goals by claiming this as balance and incorporating this into my daily, you know, food intake? That Yeah. That's what I was going to kind of go on with is it's really dependent on your goals as well like if your goal is performance and you just need more carbohydrates a bagel every day like there were times in the last year where I was eating a bagel every day but if your goal is like maybe a body composition goal weight loss uh overall health there are way I I never want to say better or worse but like healthier options for carbohydrates that are more nutrient-dense. Yeah, you brought up a good point. Goal is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just, as a generality, most people listening are probably looking for body composition yeah. goal or weight loss goal. And yes, maybe someone listening is looking to gain weight and in- increase you know, performance, muscle or, mass. Mm-hmm. And in that case, yeah, you can probably eat a bagel. You need more carbohydrates in your diet. But just in general, the point is it doesn't even have to be about bagels. We're just talking about whatever the food may be yeah. for you and the difference between incorporating it every day and not seeing results and wondering why versus actually 
creating balance and enjoying those things. And I don't want to say moderation because moderation is subjective, but you get the point. Mm -hmm. What is, this is kind of throwing you on the spot. What does balance look like for us? Maybe it'll help listeners get an idea. Yeah. So I would say balance for us is really simple. We eat really the same foods every day, Mm -hmm. Monday through Saturday, I would even say maybe Monday through Friday. And then on Saturday or Sunday, usually not both, on Saturday or Sunday, we'll have like date night Mm -hmm. and we'll eat something that we don't typically eat. (laughs) So it's not a cheat, a quote unquote cheat day. It's not a day where we just overindulge in everything. It is a day where we pick one meal and we say, okay, we're going to make X, Y, and Z for dinner. And then let's buy this ice cream for dessert. Or a perfect example, last night, we... <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Yeah, was perfect example, last night, we had we made dinner and we made burgers. And it wasn't super lean beef. It was like 88, 12 or something, mm-hmm. whatever you buy from Costco. And so we made burgers. We made bacon to go on top of the burgers. Yep. Onion rings. Or not onion rings. Sorry, we cut up some fresh red onion. Yeah. And then we also made brats. Mm-hmm. Which... <laughs> I I probably should know this being a nutrition coach, but I didn't realize how much fat was in them. Right. <laughs> and then we had cauliflower tater tots that we yep. just bought from Walmart. So overall, it is not your big ass salad that we would tell people to eat throughout yeah. the day. But that is one meal out of, let's say, 35 to, f- no, it'd be seven times like three four probably. So out of 30 meals we're eating throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So one meal out of 30, we're eating those foods. Mm-hmm. And now, even though we were eating those things, one, I think one thing to note is that we didn't incorporate like additional stuff on top of that that we also could have eaten with a meal. We didn't eat like true French fries. We didn't eat yeah. uh, any other kind of like fried product. We didn't add cheese because we already knew that there was a ton of fat in the meal. So even though we were indulging in those things and it wasn't quote unquote healthy or as healthy as our meals normally would be we also still didn't go so far overboard that it was just a train wreck yeah you still kind of try to incorporate like those substitutions like what are you willing to give up for something that you're adding and like you just mentioned that's kind of cheese for us it's something simple yeah and then and then don't get us wrong afterwards too i mentioned we do like a dessert (laughs) we literally watched a movie it was just like movie at the theater we watched a movie and we had a box of uh, Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids, and the little movie size boxes, yeah. and then a little movie size box of peanut M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And we each ate half of one of those. Yeah. Like we didn't eat all of it. I ate half of the Sour Patch Kids and stopped, and then you ate half of the M&Ms and stopped. Yeah. It's not like and we I split wanted. the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to keep going. I literally had to have Derek take it away. So I think that's very much like normal human behavior. We're not nutrition freaks by any means. But we only do that once a week. I think mm-hmm. that's the big thing. It, and not even. There was a couple weeks ago. We yeah. went like three or four weeks without doing that. And that's balance for us. And, you know, and I incorporate a lot of other processed foods throughout the week as opposed to you who eats a lot more vegetables. But I'm also, I'm at the point where I was weighing and measuring for so long and doing all of these nutritional habits and developing these behaviors that... Now I can eyeball a lot of it. I can control the amount of food that I'm eating if I am eating something that's a little more processed. And so 
that goes into it as well. Like where are you at on your individual journey? How can you incorporate some of these things? And I think that goes back to goals again too. Like you're pretty happy and content like with where you're at. When when we talk about and you're like, well, I actually do want to get leaner these next two months. You don't eat as many townhouse crackers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Townhouse, man. We've talked about this before, but yeah. I love townhouse crackers. That day you brought Ritz home, I almost ate it. <laughs> that's how upset I was. I'm sorry for laughing so loud into the mic. Uh, but yeah, so I think the main takeaway is like balance does look different for everyone depending on where you're at in your journey, what your goals are, but it's also just important to recognize like balance does not mean eat whatever you want once a day, every day. Yeah. And just like you said, or like we said at the beginning of the episode, just because those processed foods may fit inside your macros doesn't mean you should eat them. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I shouldn't be eating as many townhouse crackers (laughs) as I do. Uh, even if it would, even if I was tracking, I could fit those in. Like yeah. I know that there are better options. And so that's really the main point is you might be able to get, you might be able to, what's the word I'm looking for here? You might be able to justify or find a way to, uh, I guess justify would be the best word. The mm-hmm. fact that you're eating these processed foods and that you're calling it balance and that it's fitting inside your macros but all that time, you're still not improving your health as much as you could be. You're still yeah. not developing the necessary habits and behaviors that would sustain you across the rest of your lifetime and, and move you towards that greater health. You're just kind of finding loopholes in the system to, to move you forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes, especially when it comes to weight loss or like body recomposition, sometimes even if you are hitting your macros, but it's still mainly with like processed foods, a lot of the times like you can't hit your goals. Yeah, it's really hard. That's what I was going to bring up next is even if you're crushing all those numbers and hitting those metrics in terms of macronutrients and calories, you still might not see results. And we've started to have this conversation with some of your clients is, hey, yes, we want you to have a healthy, balanced relationship with food, but sometimes that can't happen right away. Sometimes you do need to be, and I hate using the word restrictive, but sometimes you need to be more selective about Mm -hmm. what it is you're eating just to create those habits, form those habits and adopt those behaviors. Because if you just start out and you think, okay, well, I can do this. Like they're, they're promoting balance. They're promoting eating foods I enjoy. So why am I not seeing results when I'm eating this bagel every day and I'm having you know, a sandwich for lunch with light mayo instead of normal mayo and all these things when really, okay, we probably should dial all of that back more, be a little more selective. We Mm -hmm. should eat more veggies. We should eat more fruits and lean meats and really focus on those things for a longer period of time before we start thinking about, hey, how do I get to eat the foods I love all the time? Yeah, and I think another key factor is A lot of the time when you are eating those processed foods, but still hitting your goal, like goal macros, you're not hitting your goal fiber. I can tell you that much. Like a lot of the times what I'm noticing with my clients is if a lot of the times they hit their goal macros, but their fiber might be like 15 grams. 
I can tell you, even without looking at your MyFitnessPal, you are not eating fruits and ve- enough fruits and veggies and whole foods. Yeah. Um, so I think that that has a big part as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else to add with that in terms of, you know, the balance side of it or if the, the macronutrient side and the processed food side? I don't think so. I think... I think it's just hard. Like you said, we preach balance. We preach having a good relationship with food. And I think you can do both. But you might just have to start off a little more restrictive. And I think it's helpful when you have that conversation from the start. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think that's kind of, it goes right along with this if it fits your macros thing and what we're we're pushing towards here our, our overall point you it sounds great when you read our posts or our content and and take in the videos or whatever mm-hmm. about balance like hey we want you you can have a relationship a good relationship with food you can eat the things you can enjoy you don't have to uh track every lick bite and taste and mm-hmm. yada 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 all those things sound great and every program that uses that in their messaging sounds super attractive and so of course people want to try it but it's also important to be transparent up front with, with your clients, with our clients, with anybody who's interested in that, that yes, that's the end goal, but that might not be how you get there initially. You know, there might be a phase where we are asking you to remove those foods. We are asking you to be more selective. We are mm-hmm. asking you to challenge yourself and create some habits that initially are going to be uncomfortable or difficult but that's what's necessary to truly create this ch- the change long term. Yeah. You know, you're not just going to switch over to this mindset of, okay, I can have balance and then automatically results start to happen. Yeah. In order for adaptations to occur, in order for results to occur or for you to achieve results, there has to be a change. Mm-hmm. And just simply changing one thought process isn't going to do it. Your habits and behaviors have to reflect it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, like we said, guys, this is going to be a shorter episode, Mm -hmm. but we're going to hop right into (laughs) episode number 40 here as soon as we're done with this recording. And hopefully you guys got something out of that conversation. Uh, If you have any questions about it, be sure to hit us up on any of our social media platforms, Uh, specifically Ashley. She's the nutrition expert here. (laughs) And so she can chat with you guys about that. Uh, But until then, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're an avid listener, we could not do this without your support. So we are beyond grateful and thankful to have you here along this journey with us. If you haven't done so already, head to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast at and leave us a five-star review. That is how we appear in more results. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. If you aren't following us on our other social media accounts, make sure you do so. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can find us on any of those platforms on either TrainBallistic or Ballistic.Performance. Those are our handles across the board. So make sure you head on there. We have tons of great content to help you guys move forward on your health and fitness journeys. We'll see you next time.